You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 199. And if you're an actor listening today, which many of you are, you're going to want to take out a pen and paper because we're setting our goals for the new year. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? My name is Maggie Barra. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced by me, Maggie Barra, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow me for more on social media at Actor Aesthetic or my personal account at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Wow, 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 wow. It is 2024. And that's really weird to say because it feels like 2019 just yesterday. And that was literally five years ago. Literally five. I'm sorry. That was five. No, no. No, really? 2019? Y'all, do you remember what you were doing in 2019? Like, summer of 2019? You were living it up. You were having a good time, I hope. I sure was. I think in 2019 I was living, let's say I was living in New York City. Um, I just moved to New York City, actually, in 2019 with my friends, and... I was having a good time. It was exciting getting to live in the city for the first time ever. I'm from New Jersey, so, you know, that was not a thing for me until very recent. And, um, yeah, I mean, wow, a lot has happened since then, huh? Yeah, so, wow, that was five years ago. Um, and uh, last last week's episode, back in yesteryear, I talked a lot about the 10 different things that significantly made my life better as an actor, made my life easier, made me healthier, made me stronger, and made me make better choices as a person and as an actor. Um, And one of the things that defined my year last year, because I'd never really done this before, was actually write out my goals for 2023. I, I literally sat myself down, and instead of just writing them in my phone, which... I've occasionally done here and there around the years, especially with the notes app, like it's really easy to just put in a to-do list or whatever. But I sat myself down, I want to say on like January 1st, January 2nd, and I took, I got this like new notebook that I was really excited to use. Of course, it was a cutie little Kate Spade notebook, spiral notebook, which by the way, if you are a spiral girly like me, you know the life. I I cannot use the bound notebooks um, because I I always make mistakes that I hate so much. And I if I can't rip the paper out of a book uh of a of a notebook then I go crazy so I like to have the spiral notebooks because it's as if if I ever make a huge enough mistake where I want to start over I can rip it out and no one will even know uh so I got this really fun little spiral notebook and I was excited to use it and I've always dabbled here and there with planners um where exactly I want to keep a schedule and you know it's it's here and there for me 
I, every year I feel I would get a big planner that I would fall in love with because I love stationery, of course, love me a good paper source. Um, but I got this notebook and I wrote down two different sections of goals for myself, uh, goals for my personal self, my personal identity, and then goals for actor aesthetic. And it's funny because when I think about things that I want to do for myself or for actor aesthetic, I kind of go through waves, especially if I'm focusing on one or the other more or less. And it's funny because I feel like in 2019, I actually, now that we're talking about it, I was really heavily focusing on actor aesthetic. And if you go back and look, um, especially at maybe some of my really old posts on my account, if you don't remember, I actually only had my actor aesthetic Instagram. I wasn't even using my personal Maggie Bear Instagram. I was just using Actor Aesthetic because it was like way too overwhelming to have both. I didn't really start using my personal account up again until the pandemic when I had way more time, <laughs> way more time to scroll. When it comes down to it, there are certain years that I, I feel like I'm focusing more heavily on my business, on Actor Aesthetic, and then there are other years where I focus more heavily on myself. And 2019 was definitely a year where I found that I was neglecting myself um, and really heavily throwing myself into actor aesthetic. And it has since fluctuated a ton. 2020, I was heavily focusing on actor aesthetic. And then as theater started to open back up 2021 2022 and then very predominantly 2023 I found myself really throwing every little bit of energy I could into bettering myself as an actor as an individual as a daughter a sister a granddaughter a girlfriend a mentor a teacher a coach and I'm okay with sometimes falling on one side or the other, falling on one spectrum or the other, depending on where I'm at in my life and what I really, really want. As I get older, I'm turning 29 in a couple of weeks, January 24th. I find that I yearn to invest more in myself and less in the physical aspect of things, less in the physical outcome of things and more on what I want, like what is it that I actually want? Less about business, more about myself and what's going to make me happy and fulfilled, so much so that it will allow me to give back to you and to my family and to my loved ones. Because if I cannot invest in myself, how am I going to invest in others? So the more and more that I get older and the more experiences that I have, I find that I love to get more specific about what it is that I want so that I can show up better in the world for you. And I would really love it if you came away today from this episode feeling like you want to do the same, feeling like you you want to show up for yourself in a way that you would show up for your best friend or your loved one. So here I am again, 2024, January 2024, and I have that same friggin' Kate Spade spiral notebook that flaps over the top. It's like one of those over, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but it's one of those. Okay. And it's because I cannot find another notebook that I love as much. 
And I used it for my goals and for my notes for my job. And I have since cleared those out. And I'm starting afresh. I'm starting anew. So if you have a pen and paper notebook that you love, maybe a loose leaf sheet of paper because that's all you can find right now. And God forbid you just take out your phone. Okay. Just take out the notes app on your phone. But what I want you to do, what I do encourage you to do is to write down your goals, physically write them down um, because it will trick your brain into moving slower. Okay. As Gen Zers, as millennials, as young adults, we know that we are really good at texting. Like I, I know that many of you are very good at texting. And also if, even if you don't like text, I know that a lot of you do speech to text. And what does that all mean? You're really quick at sending a note to someone or writing something down on your phone, right? Because it's super, super easy. And I'm sure it's the same for typing on your computer. But when you physically write something down, what I find is that it's slowing my brain down to really worry about what it is exactly that I'm writing on the paper and not what I'm going to say next. Does that make sense to you? So of course, right? Let's start big. Write down goals for 2024. You can make it as pretty as you want. You can take out markers, highlighters, colored pens, whatever you want. I have goals for 2024 and let's just start super, super big. Okay. Whatever that is to you, whatever that means to you. For me, for my entire life, for my, since I was, probably since I saw the first Broadway show that I could actually remember, I have wanted to be in a Broadway show. And I'm not saying that that is the end all be all to success. I'm just saying for me, in my life, at some point in my life, oh my God, I would love to be in a Broadway show. I would love to do that for myself. I would love to do that for the people who have believed in me and who have taught me and cherished me and supported me my entire life, my friends, my family, my grandparents who drove me around from voice lesson to voice lesson to singing recital to whatever it was, to my coaches, to my high school teachers, to people who really believed in me. I would love to do that for them. And so that's going to be my number one. And we're going to go big, whatever that is to you, right? Whatever it is to you, whatever is the first thing that comes to mind, it might even be super small, but whatever it is right now that you're looking at your sheet and you see goals for 2024 for this year, I want to blank, write that down. And when I write that down, I'm writing it down right now with you. When I write that down, number one, I'm a really bad, I have really bad handwriting. So I'm looking at this thinking like I really need to take another handwriting course or something. Another is if I've ever taken a handwriting course besides in school, in like middle school. And actually, by the way, I don't know if you saw my Oh, I don't know if you saw it's very cringy. If you saw my post on Instagram, I I took a picture of my, you know, manifestations, my goals for 2023 and then I I cropped around the goals that came true and I put them in front of pictures of life events, major life events that actually happened that were a product of what I had written down and and made possible. My handwriting is so bad, it's scary. 
It's like not it, you can't even feel bad for me. You just have to you just have to be concerned for me because I don't know what's going on. But like it has gotten so bad to a point where I have to write in all caps to make it look semi OK. Like <laughs> I, I my dad and my grandfather both wrote in all caps. And I always wondered why. Like I always wondered why they would always sign their their names. They would sign their um their cards or whatever they would give to me and why they would always write in caps. And I feel like now I know. <laughs> I wonder if it's hereditary. Okay. So in that period of time, I hope that you did write down one of your biggest, you know, your biggest goals for 2024. Now, whatever comes to mind in the next five, 10 minutes, I want you to jot down. If it's something that I might bring up, it's if it's something that scares you, excites you, something that you feel like might never come true, write it down. Write it down. What's the harm in writing it down? My next thing, book a regional theater job. The first three things I'm going to have on here, I actually had on here for last year. Book a Broadway show and make my debut. Book a regional theater job. Um, and then lastly, of the top three, book an off-Broadway show. For those of you who might not know the difference between um, Broadway and off-Broadway, I believe, I don't know the, the ultimate definition of off-Broadway, but I believe, obviously, Broadway, you know, Chicago, Wicked, Hamilton, The Lion King, Broadway. You think big theater in the big city, in New York City. Well, off-Broadway is very similar to Broadway. It's in New York City. Um, but in a much smaller scale, maybe a smaller scale production, a smaller scale theater, but still pretty prestigious. Um, so I'm going to put that down for myself as well. And then, done it before, would love to do it again. Do a show at 54 Below. So if any of you are listening and you're thinking about producing a Broadway show or you have some ideas for uh, producing a Broadway show. Well, if you're thinking of producing a Broadway show, hit me up. <laughs> but if you're thinking of doing a show or producing a show at 54 Below, which is a really awesome venue in New York City, a lot of theatrical artists, performers, Broadway performers do shows there. If you're thinking of producing a show, hit me up. Would love to know your idea. Ah, gosh. So. This came to mind, but I think that it actually might be number one. Like, yeah, uh, okay, Broadway is huge, right? But I, I think if we're looking past our big goals, I don't know anyone who wouldn't want to have the opportunity to originate a role. There have been very few times in my life where I've gotten to actually originate a role to fruition, like have gotten to work with the writer on a brand new script, bring it to life and be the first person to have ever done it on stage. Like sure, there, there are some exceptions with maybe you're not the first person to have sung the songs, you know, maybe they've done cabarets of the show or whatever, but to have originated a role and actually gotten to do it on a stage. Um, I did it once. My very first off-Broadway show I ever did was a show called Helen on 86th Street, written by Nicole Kemsky and Robbie Stamper. It was so good. I'm going to leave a link to the show or some of the information on the show in the, in the show notes if you want to know more about it. I did that when I was in high school. Um, 
And uh, my sister was in it with me, which was really cool. And a lot of, I made a lot of really cool friends in that show. Young, a lot of young artists, a lot of young performers in that show, which was super exciting. Um, I got to originate a small role in that. And then I loved having the opportunity last year to originate a role and perform it off-Broadway for a couple of weeks it was for Powerline Road. I've spoken about it a little bit on my podcast and on Instagram, of course. Um, right now it's January 2nd, so fingers crossed I was nominated for a Broadway World Award, and I just wanted to take a second to thank those of you who have reached out and voted for me, sent me over your your thousands of email addresses to put in all the votes. I you didn't have to do that. And that was, that was really, that was really special to me. I felt very loved, um, the past few weeks. Broadway world has awards that they do every year. It's like an annual thing and, uh, someone can nominate you or whatever. And, and they're broken up by regional theaters, regional areas. And so this was, I was nominated for a Long Island award and then for, um, for Escape to Margaritaville at the Engelman Theater. And then for Powerline Road, a new show off-Broadway um, for the Off-Broadway Awards. And that was a really big goal of mine was to get recognized for originating a show. So hats off to that production team. Hats off to that writer. Um, but I would freaking love the opportunity to originate a role. Um, I'm going to put a heart next to that. <laughs> um, I'm going to write down something that is personal to me um, for my, my health journey that I think is going to really help me this year to feel stronger and more confident with myself. Um, and I, I'm not going to share it with you. I, I would, I would love to keep some of the things that I'm writing down today close to my chest, but if you have something in mind that's really been weighing on you, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, and, um, it's something that you want to, take control of this year and, and conquer this year and feel good about this year, then write that down. Um, this list doesn't have to be all about work, you know, doesn't all have to be all about work. Um, I think ultimately when, when it comes down to it, like the human experience is connection and to just live a fulfilling life and whether or not you achieve these goals it doesn't mean that you are better or worse than you were the year before. It doesn't mean that you failed yourself. If you don't achieve them, none of it matters. I recently heard this quote and it goes, either you fail or you learn. And there's really no such thing as failure because if you, if you quote unquote fail at something and you don't learn from it, then you, then you actually fail. But if you fail at something, maybe you don't achieve something, or maybe it takes you a little bit longer. If you learn from that experience, then you can grow. But until you learn from that experience, you really have to grapple with what it is that you want and what is it that's going to get you to where you want to be. And I think ultimately when I think about this, this goal setting for 2024, I think you have to be careful about being too hard on yourself. I think you need to be realistic 
But I think there's room for entertaining some of those bigger, more exciting dreams. There's no harm in dreaming big this year. There's no harm in having the confidence to give it your all. Like this is the year we're bringing main character energy. This is the year that we are saying goodbye to comparing ourselves to others. We are saying goodbye to the endless scrolling on social media. We're saying goodbye to counting yourself out before anyone else can. And we're saying goodbye to trying to be whatever you think the industry wants you to be. There's power in manifestation and there's power in writing down what you want because then you'll know how to better advocate for yourself. And if there's anything that I have ever wanted you to take away from actor aesthetic, it's the importance of advocating for yourself. You have to advocate for yourself because no one will do it better for you than you. I don't think it's fair to wait for the next opportunity in this industry either. And so when I look at my, my list and I continue to write stuff down, I realize how much of my career has been influenced by the creation of my own work. This year, I really, really, really want to get back into producing an episode a week for y'all. I would love, I'm writing down, produce 52 podcast episodes. Are you guys going to hold me accountable? I really hope you do. And if you're wondering, where's the episode, Maggie? Where's the episode? DM me and check in on me and say, how you doing, Maggie? Where's the episode? Because not only are we holding ourselves accountable this year, but we're holding others accountable. And you hear it right now that I would love to produce 52 podcast episodes for you this year, starting Tuesday, January 2nd. So that's all I have right now. I'm going to sit for the next 10 minutes and think of the more personal goals I have for myself, my, my family, my relationships with others. I'm going to think about some big work goals that I have for myself, some big financial goals that I'm looking forward to in 2024, and my goals for outside the theater industry that are going to influence how I show up in the world. They're going to influence how I show up at auditions. They're going to influence my energy level and my health and my stamina and my mental well-being, and they're going to influence how I show up for you all on Actor Aesthetic. So. I hope that this gave you a little bit of a good jumping off point for you to, to think big, dream big, and look forward and look ahead to uh, this year to come. If you found this episode exciting, helpful, inspiring, screenshot it, tag at Actor Aesthetic, share it to your Instagram story. I love seeing who's following along with me there. If you have any other questions, suggestions, podcast topics that you want to throw my way, you can send them to me, DM Maggie Barra or DM at Actor Aesthetic. You can email me at Maggie at ActorAesthetic.com. Y'all know I'm doing the most all the time and working and auditioning, so feel free to just send something my way and I will try to get back to you as soon as possible. I love you all. It takes a village. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.